Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just joining on the junkies, yeah. It's bit season, what a time to be alive. Bit season, couple of regular guys, it's season go have yourself a laugh it's bit season ha 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 good afternoon everybody welcome to bit season <laughs> say it say it episode 100 I like the music there Valdez some celebration music in the background hey, play the music Valdez <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought we would have made it this far? Who would have thought? What, what's the Paul Rudd? What's that show that he's doing? With look the at hot, us now. Yeah, look at us now. <laughs> Who would have thought? Look at us now. Episode 100. It's a historic day. We have a... Uh, uh, we have some clips for you guys coming up. <laughs> I'm reading you know, reuse that joke. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna play an hour of our best material. We'll yeah. see you next week. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Now we'll kick it to the best of Drabby. That's what Howard Stern would do. <laughs> yeah, what would Stern do? Play a play a clip show. All right. I hope everybody's doing well. Yes, it is episode one hundred of Bit Season. We've been doing the show. Uh, you know, we've taken a few weeks off here and there for vacations, but for the most part, this over two, two like, years. I was now. say this is two a culmination of two years worth worth of shows. So a big day, fun day for us that we made it to a hundred. I actually was never a fan of, of numbering the episodes because you are. That's very true. Drab said, "I like catchy titles." Yeah, yeah. Drab said, "I don't know if we should number them, and I don't know if we should keep doing titles." I know, but then the, then the pressure's on. Any, any oh, big, trust me, you big think number. It, oh, oh, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm, I'm writing Star Wars franchise. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> bang out hit after hit after hit for for every numerical uh, you know oh impressive number that's out there. I, know, I gotta remember something something funny Drab says so I can put it in the title. Uh, what are we gonna do on episode uh, <laughs> one thousand and sixty seven? I don't you know. know. You know how many times I've typed in, into the uh, into the Omni program? Valdez and Drab discuss blank. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I do think the, the the topic points are important. Yes, yes. Somebody always, told us that the, the kids these days are into long descriptions of their podcasts. I don't know if that's true. That's not how I consume my podcasts. But some people like to see uh, what you talk about beforehand so they can skip ahead yeah, or whatever. Yeah, or, or timestamp everything. I'll tell you what. I'm we not don't really timestamp no. because we believe all 60 minutes are important. That, that, you know, that's a great point, Drab. I'm glad you brought that up. You know what else I would like to um, uh, invite our listeners to do today? Hmm. Is let us know your best moments, your favorite moments of Bit Season. I love that. We can uh, take a stroll down memory lane. Hey, you know who I would like not to tweet us? The guy last week who said that all we talk about is nostalgia and we tell the same stories over and over again. I'd actually prefer that guy never tweets again. (laughs) Hey, that guy ricked you. He did rick me because... Drab's been talking about him for (laughs) two weeks now. No, don't give him that that satisfaction. I brought him up like two minutes ago to you and I let you in on it. He did rick me. He also tweeted me something negative like three days later. And I said, dude, I don't even know who he is. I said... I just recognize his screen name. I said, dude, are you just going to tweet me negative stuff from here on out? Just let me know now so I can block you and move on. 
Well, smart. Smart of you. No, well, don't I mean, let, look. Don't let him take the joy out of episode 100. No, it's our birthday here. You can, it no, is our birthday. There's no, you can't ruin that. But yeah, tweet us some of your favorite uh, moments Mitz. or our guest host. <laughs> all the guest <laughs> yeah. hosts that we've had. Yeah, let, me, let me know your favorite drabism. And then uh, maybe what we can do better, what you'd like to see else on the show. Yeah, we're open. We're open to uh, critique. For don't, sure. Don't don't slam us. We'll lose the will to do the show if you no. keep slamming us. No, that's not true. You sound like Eric Bickle. <laughs> that's actually one thing I know Eric would request more on the show is uh, more junkies talk. Less Matt and Matt. Is that what he said? Well, he says that, and you, maybe we'll, we'll get into it here in a little bit. Eric listened to last week's episode, and as always, there's always a discussion off air uh, by Eric, which I have to say, I love that Eric listens. He's the only one that does listen, and, and I do appreciate that. Uh, but we'll get into that shortly yeah. about... Hey, hey, why don't you tell our biddies what, uh, what you found this morning in your office? Well, if you don't follow the Instagram or the Twitter account of JP Flame, and if you don't Maybe can't blame you. I actually think I have JP blocked on Twitter. Have I ever told you that? I, 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 I for some reason I didn't get. I saw the replies after he posted it. I didn't see the original. He post. may have tweeted from the Junks account, but I did at one point j- block JP. I think like a few months ago when I was mad at him for a day and he was tweeting about me. Uh huh. And I just was like, I don't want to see this, so I blocked him. And then, um, you know what? I don't get spammed with all his uh, <laughs> his stories out there. You mean you you don't get to see his? The commanders lose and make me feel blank. <laughs> yeah. No, I do actually see those because he, he does it from the Chuck's account. No, just kidding. I love JP also. Uh, but uh, so Valdez brought in flowers for me today. Yeah. I, 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 dude, I, either I was I was really tired when I came in, which I was. <laughs> you were you were a little, you're tired, you're grumpy tired this morning. Or I'm stupid. More likely the latter. <laughs> I stared at the flowers because I have a glass uh, wall for Uh for my office. So I I see the flowers. I see the champagne on my desk and I see a card. And I go, I was angry. I go, who's who's breaking into my office? Because I don't lock my office door. It it actually, it it tilts me more than it tilts drab. People, People rummage through his office for headphones, pens, paper clips. Everything. Well, I'm a known socialist, and I believe that we're a community here, and what's mine is yours. <laughs> well, well, Drab's office gets ransacked until people actually use it, and then I get yeah. better. And then, and then all of a sudden, his his hundred dollar headphones are broken because true because so, someone puts them on their big fat head. Yeah, honestly, I just don't like uh, the key on my keychain. <laughs> and ever since I start parking over at the other place, I leave my key over there, right? Uh-huh. With the valet. And so then I have to get out an extra key out of my backpack every day. I don't like dealing with it. It's not that I like sharing my stuff. Of course not. I'm not into I know, that but at all. It, it just, it ricks me, it ricks me that, well, here, it ricks me that Drab's complaining about people going through his office <laughs> and then and not, not doing anything. That's a great point. <laughs> That's point. what ricks me. Okay. All right. Sorry. So I, I'm staring at the flowers and I go, I was mad at the stallion, actually. And I'm like, God, gosh dang it, stallion, stay out of my office. I, I, whatever bit you're doing, you're putting flowers on my desk because somebody brought flowers to the radio station and yeah, you guys yeah, didn't like want gonna, them. He's, they're, you, doing, they're doing a Golden Bachelor ripoff where, yeah, where I, stallions I, dating older women and whatever. Something like yeah, that. And you, they just yeah. nobody wanted the flowers, so they thought it would be funny just to leave it the crap on my uh-huh. desk. And then I opened, you left me, there was a card. Yeah, and I opened I, the card. Do you, do you have the card with you? Do you want to read the card? I may have left it in the other room. Oh, that sounds about right. No, I, <laughs> it's in the other room. Hold on. All right. It's because it's actually part of this. You can bet. Uh, oh, boy. Hey, this is just like when Drab's on vacation and I'm doing a show by myself. 
All right, Drabby's grabbing the card from the other room. He's running back in. I thought it was a very thoughtful gift. All right. He was behind the glass over there. So there's a card. I see the champagne. I see the roses. By the way, roses. Very romantic. I know. And with a balloon. And so I see this card, and it says, Like hot dogs, love mustard, and sushi needs rice, marshmallows want cocoa, and soda loves ice. Like caramel is in chocolate and hops in home brew. I found my best match when I paired up with you. Happy anniversary. <laughs> and then what I thought it said was happy IOU <laughs> to 100 from Mike. <laughs> okay. Look at oh, this. I, know, I wrote it with a sharp. I know. It says happy 100 and then dot, dot, dot to 100 more. Yeah. I, the penmanship is, it was a Sharpie pen. Yes. So I tried to write it I small. Could, I, and and it I'm so tired. Of, yes. I'm like. You're happy, bleary eyed. I'm like happy IOU to 100 from Mike. I, what terrible, I'm like, what terrible bit is this? And so then I walk into the studio and I go, Valdez, they did it again. Someone else broke into my office and left a bunch of crap on my desk. <laughs> he called, he called out our, our anniversary crap. <laughs> well, I thought they were flowers left there overnight. No, that- no they're, for, they're for you, my work was. I know, and then I, I felt terrible, man. Yeah, I know, thank you. And so, yes, hey, thank JP, you for the card. And- JP wrecked me, too, by the way, today. Why? Because he, he the machismo in him was going, what guy gets another guy flowers? I go, it's... I, it's it's a you're, bit. It's a funny bit. That's what's yeah, funny he goes, about it. You're just, he goes, you're doing a bit. I go, I'm not really, I don't know. I'm not really doing a bit. He goes, well, well you're doing a bit, a bit, but you're it, doing a bit with the flowers a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Because you're I, my work wife. Yeah, and I'm celebrating with you. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. And you did it, uh, what, at a year or, or two years did you bring something? You got me a gift before. Oh, I got you a one year. <laughs> hey, this is a very one-sided relationship. <laughs> that is, we're in. Is, I, I got you a um, a Taco Bell gift card for the one that year anniversary. Right. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> that, you for not getting me one this time. That was at MGM. I knew if I got you one, you would, I would abuse it. And yeah. I don't want it right now. Yeah, I'm I know. I'm trying to get get sexy back. <laughs> I know you're trying to get sexy for me for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, episode. <laughs> Drew thinks I don't desire him anymore. So he's trying to lose. A couple pounds <laughs> uh, where is the champagne yeah where is it are you gonna pop it no we're gonna save it for our new year's eve party at mikey's <laughs> <laughs> the fifth season i thought about I, I, that I our 2000s party <laughs> don't you want to do that <laughs> Can we? Is it too late to put that together? A New well, Year's know, Eve party at Mikey Stott's house what? for biddies only. Okay, so all right. I mean, what, tell, tell, where, tell what me, real tell planning me, has to go into? Here, it? Tell me the idea that you have in your head. All right. I'll let you know if like it's feasible. Like JP's P one party. Okay, we we invite. I don't know a hundred people. A sign up list of a hundred people. Okay, and we go out at, to Mikey Stott's house in the middle of the woods. Yeah, where the Blair Witch Project was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> he lives somewhere out there, like somewhere in the middle, middle of nowhere. Yeah. And um, we have a, a, a you know, because you, you love New Year's Eve. I do. I need, a, here's the thing is, we need like um, a big bed sheet. Why? <laughs> and, and on a clothes wire hanger, and we have it projected out. Anderson and Andy. Oh yeah, you love Anderson. And <laughs> yeah, Andy. I love yeah, Anderson yeah. and Andy. Uh-huh. I, I like to think I'm uh, I'm Anderson, and you're more like Andy. Uh, that's fine with me. Yeah. We have but, tailgate Ted have hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, we have, we barbecue. We let off redneck fireworks. Here's the only thing, and I will bring my wife, and it will be fun. 
it can't be a sausage fest. How do we get girls for all the guys at the party? Hey, to be honest <laughs> with you, I think there's a lot of girls that listen to this. After after our uh, yeah, that's true. After our Friday, well, I think a lot of them are girlfriends of of you know, and and thanks to the guys out there, a lot of guys have gotten their girls into the show. Which we I love. Think, I think we can stack the deck. We'll see. We'll see the guest list. We'll be able to determine. Are you still intrigued by that idea? I'm definitely intrigued by it, but I just I I always think about the feasibility. Here's the thing. Is now these point- means, how do I get home when I'm drunk? From <laughs> <laughs> the middle of nowhere at one in the morning. Hey, so doesn't sober I run into like uh, New Year's Day? No, 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 this is what I'm thinking about. Is um, is like I, at, at some point these dumb ideas that we have. Yeah, they're not really dumb, but but these ideas that we have in grandeur, we're gonna follow through on one of them. We never follow through. I know. I really kind of want to follow through on this New Year's Eve party. Okay. Well, th- all right. So the picture that you have in your head is it's dark and there's like a big bonfire outside. A bonfire, lots of string lights. String lights. I love oh, string, yeah, lights. string lights. are great. Okay. Class- that's classy. Cool. A bunch of... Um, you know what we need? A bunch of hay bales that you can sit on. Hay bale. In, fr- hay in, bales, front, yeah. of, um, in front of a, a white sheet that's projected with Anderson and Andy and we have big speakers that's pumping... Um, pumping the the music and then when it grows to commercial it cuts out and then we have our 2000s millennia uh, millennium themed music playing i like right. that yeah well we got a bunch of like yetis out there yetis tailgate tailgate head with a, one of those big smokers <sighs> yeah dude. Right. we have some we have smoked turkey smoked well, sausage I, I, th- I, I, I guess when i plant when i envisioned it, it was inside oh. you want to move us outside the whole time but it's indoor outdoor party. Indoor outdoor All party. Right. I like being out. I like being outdoors. So I wouldn't want to mess up Mikey's house. Oh, we're gonna dress nice. Sequin dresses. Remember, I'm a big oh, fan. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. all okay, the sequin okay. dresses. Oh, okay, so you, this is more of Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, uh, more Gatsby. Okay, I was white trash. Yeah, yeah, you were Gatsby. <laughs> yeah. I was trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. exactly. All right, all right. Well, we still have a. Also, I want to talk about the junkies holiday party. It's oh, yeah. coming around. We've been asked about it from uh, yeah, we people got- on the other side of the building when we're planning it. I think the goal is, as always, to to have, I think Valdez and I, one of our best things that we've done on this show is move the holiday party from like December 8th, the drinking show, yeah. to a couple days before Christmas. Yes, the festivities. And we, we figured it out. We, 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 we figured out the schedule and, and how to make it work because the guys have so much vacation that they can never, they're never here at the same time. But we, we uh, peer pressure JP and Cakes into <laughs> yeah. coming in. Yeah, we, we, we appreciate them being good sports. We but we we did bully them into coming. So in. this year the target date is December twenty second, which a is a great, Friday. Great day, Parf- perfect great day. day. But we always say this: a How can we make the drinking show better? Uh-huh. And b Do we still want to do a drinking show? That's I I know you and I want to do a drinking show, but do the junkies want to do 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 a drinking show? Now, did you proposition the junkies with that question? I think I did. I remember typing it up in our group chat. Yeah. I don't remember if I sent it. Did I send it? Um, I thought you sent something along the lines of, uh, we're scheduled to have it on the 22nd. Can you let me know? I may have left it in my, in my draft here. Um, nope. I deleted it. Um, but yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was my next question to the guys. Do we want to do a drinking show? Because I want them to have fun, obviously. And and you do and, and the listeners, but they, 
there's a lot of um, uh, pushback. Pushback, right? I want them to look forward to the drinking show or to the holiday yeah, show. Yeah, because for me, they, it's a holiday show. A lot of other people, it's drinking show, but they don't really go ham anymore. It's like um, it's like a, the end of the year Christmas party that mm-hmm. you have for your radio station or work that work event that you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a celebration of hey, we made it through the year. But this is what they want, and this is I know this is and this is what I hate. This I know is exactly what you're you, going to say. So they 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 want to have a few, as Jason says, cocktails, uh-huh. but they don't want to get drunk. So they just want to sit there and sip on stuff. And and kind of, go, I don't want to say go through the motions. They just want to have a relaxing show. They don't want to get drunk. But no. the whole point of the show is to raise awareness for, for drunken drinking. stupidity and, and having a sober ride. Yes. And then also, remember, the show is, the entire holiday sh- slash drinking show is, all right, what what do you got for us now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to no, say. No, we're, two, mo- we're or two months out or whatever it is. Two and a half months. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of time to get their input on. Yeah. They do, you wanna, know, hey, do you know what I hate about the drinking show? What's that? He's coming in here and dressing up the studio. I, I, you also kind of like it. Oh, well, it's just because I'm not a Grinch. And and then and then uh, and then everyone but JP uh, appreciates it. Appreciate it. JP no selling the the decorations. Well, or, maybe or, we maybe we farm it out this year. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> All right. We you know, like, farm it out to a biddy. Hey, let me tell you something. We, I don't, I do not, I do not like walking down uh, the street and up the steps with boxes and boxes of Christmas gear. Oh, no. The bane sad. of my existence. No, we have a biddy's wife, somebody who's, who loves Christmas, who loves all the decorating, coming here, turn this into a winter wonderland. I would crush <laughs> for, for that. I, you know what I would like? I would like a train set. That goes all the way around. That the goes table. all the way around the table. Yeah, that would last about five minutes <laughs> with, their, with their laptops and everything. But I, that's a great look. I love that. All right. I also like the the cotton white snow. The mm-hmm. snow villages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love. The, I saw. I was at Michael's the other day, and I saw a bunch of snow villages. I almost bought all of it. I don't have any. I have. I have got zero. Like hardly any Christmas stuff at our house. It's all stuff from when Sarah and I were first started dating. So it's all just crap, basically. None of it matches. But now that I'm like a family man, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I feel like this is when you need to go. Am I getting the artificial tree from Costco, or am I getting the real the real thing from down the street? Oh, are you going to do that? Got a lot of big decisions to make now that my kids know what Christmas is. The tradition of getting a tree, right? As a family, yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. Drinking show. If the junkies are in, then let's go. Let's let's have a great show. Right, what, let's try. We always want to try something different. Yeah. Are, or are we going to do the uh, uh, the the ghosts of Christmas past, where D Woods mm-hmm. bring is bringing in all the show characters that we talked about. We have talked about that. Yeah. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do something where we incentivize the drinking that got us not in trouble, but that got JP knocked passed out for? I mean, that's the key to a great drinking show. You, you got you got to pay them. Remember the bonus game we did on Zoom? I do. That would actually may have been our best material. <laughs> deal or no deal? Yeah, deal or no deal? <laughs> Producer bonuses. Yeah. God, that was that was good. That was good radio. <laughs> At least for us, it was. Yeah. You th- I can't. No one thought we were going to ever do a deal. <laughs> of course, we're going to yeah, go all the way down. Yeah. yeah. Of course, we're going to go all the way down. Hey, you know what? That was so smart because that ensured a bonus. I know, no, but no, but there was like a five dollar option or something. Yeah, but at least it ensured uh, ensured that we got something. 
That's true. <laughs> but I would, I would have been bitter if it was a $5 bonus. Um, all right. So we got some stuff to, to iron out here, but we got the drinking show on the horizon, uh, possibly of a, of a New Year's <laughs> Eve party. Junkies are invited and their wives. Yeah, they are invited. I guess we got to get, uh, well, I should ask approval. Mike. You should ask Mikey. He already said what a few you know, last, last year when I brought this up or in January, he said he was all about it. So, all right. Well, you might, you might have to go do a sight check. <laughs> You're right. Probably, we probably do got to do a sight check. Uh, All right. Oh, so, have, yeah, I was gonna say we need microphones to perform and everything. Say hi. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean like MC? Yeah, like MC. Are you into MCing? Am I into MCing? <laughs> yeah, you best believe it. After after last week, there is a big, there was a big potential uh, <laughs> moment in our lives last week. <laughs> the business of a uh, or the the business opportunity of a lifetime basically hit us in the face, and I think we did. Uh, we did a great job noodling this, and I almost this almost. I don't want this to sound um, disrespectful to Travis and uh, Victoria, because Travis is going to listen to the show. He's he's a, and we'll explain who Travis is in a second. Um, but it just got our it got our mind working. So we are at Twin Lakes Golf Course. Yeah, um, for the Medina Foundation in Clifton. In Clifton. Um, and we're there honoring the Medina Foundation for Ricky Medina, who died tragically and suddenly from brain cancer. And so the the family, the Medina family, uh, put together uh, like all of this auction stuff, uh, this golf tournament, a charity golf a charity tournament, golf tournament to raise money, money for the newly formed Medina Foundation. And the only reason we were there was because Ricky, unbeknownst to us, was a huge, huge. P one of the Junkies and Bit Season. And uh, tragically, yeah, got brain cancer, passed away um, this year, and we were invited out to host the ter- the the yeah, reception. Yeah, we're like the MCs of the reception. So, if you've never been to a charity golf function before, Valdez, what what do they do after the golf? Ends? So, so the the golf is just kind of the 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 fun of the day when you when you're doing these charity tournaments. But afterwards, there's always food. Um, people are always telling stories. They want to tell the story of, of Ricky. Uh, there's also like the, you got to announce the winners. There's auctions, sometimes silent auctions. So there's always winners raffles, for like longest drive, longest drive, closest to, to the, the pin, pin, that kind of stuff. And then there were a zillion prizes on the table yeah, that, yeah. that were being raffled. There was off. A, a, a ton of stuff that was donated that they were raffling off. That that people, you know, did they. they Buy money for the tickets, and they win the raffle items. The money goes towards the foundation, you know. And, but, but typically, there's someone who is in the event is on mic or screaming if they don't have a mic. Uh, the raffle numbers, uh, who who wins what, um, who was in first place, who was closest to the pin, all of that, all of that stuff. Right, and big reception afterwards. Yeah. While while people are just after they're eating, there's always a big meal afterwards. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to MC these events, and and Valdez and I were talking. I'm like, dude, people hate public speaking. The people right. at these events are not professional speakers. Believe, yeah, believe and it or not, they don't want to do professional speakers. <laughs> yes, they just they it, don't it, want to do it. There is a thing as stage fright. Yes, they're part of the foundation, but they have to speak in front of now 100 people. Yes, and, and also it could be an emotional day for people too, and they don't want to get up and have to, you know. How many of these things are honoring people who have passed away? I just assumed they were like, 
I don't know. Sometimes they're, they're uh, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy's Education Fund or something. You no, know, sometimes- raise money for public schools. No, or something. well, sometimes it's in honor, it's in memoriam or in honor Some of somebody of are, who passed yeah. away. Because the junkies had the Crick tournament yes, for a while. Yes, for for Crick for their buddy who died. Right, and that money. Would you say to- half of them are honoring someone that's passed away? I'd say yes. I would mm. say definitely half, if not more. So more of a funeral vibe. On yeah, a lot of these yeah, things. yeah, it's a funeral vibe. And there's a, a classic Jerry Seinfeld bit where he goes, uh, "The number one fear, uh, the number one fear of people is public speaking. Number two is death. So you'd rather be in the casket than given the eulogy." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And so I told Val, I said, I said, Valdez, or maybe I don't remember. We should be doing. Making we a circuit be, uh, out of the this. Circuit. We should be and doing I, these chairs being the MC Drab, at these receptions. Yeah, and I was telling Drab, golf courses on Monday are closed for outings. Almost every, all the time. Every right? single Monday. Every golf an, course. There's an outing of some sort, whether it's uh, a biz, some sort of business outing, uh, for a company outing, or a charity outing, anything like that. Drab and I need to put our names in the hat to be Northern Virginia's golf charity MCs. Hundred percent, I dude. I'm telling you, we could, we could, uh, and we, would we give the money back to the charity? No, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people do that, or they do it for free, or they do it pro bono. We are. I told Valdez, we are. We want to be businessmen first. We are business. We're a side hustle first. We need a side hustle. Um, we want to become preferred vendors. I use that. <laughs> How many times did I say that last oh, that's week? Been the, that's been the, the phrase du jour. Because my buddy Kent is a is a, in Chicago is a wedding photographer, right? Uh-huh. And he he linked up with all these um, either places that that host weddings or design companies that that do all the decorations. And somehow he's like the preferred vendor. They always say, "Oh, you, do you have a photographer?" And they go, yeah. "Oh no, no yeah. oh, we recommend uh, my buddy Kent photography." <laughs> yeah. all so, right? so you're saying so when when the when JP calls up Twin Lakes to host the Craig Walden Classic, yeah, he goes he goes, "Hi, Twin Lakes, this is JP. I'd like to rent out the course this day for the Craig Walden." They go, oh, "That's fine." Um, do you have anyone who's speaking, uh, who's hosting the event, emceeing the prizes in the silent auction? Because we recommend bit season. We, it's not a big enough poll. Are you aware of the sports junkies on 1067? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, my husband listens to them all the time. Two guys on that show, two characters on that show, uh, Valdez and Drab, they, uh, they uh, host receptions for these golf foundations, and they will host. They'll, ho- they'll they'll host your raffle. They'll do shtick. They'll have fun. They'll give out prizes, and you take all that weight off your shoulder. Hey, do you drab? Drab's coming coming to uh, this realization for the bit season for the bit season Matt and Matt charity golf outing yeah. circuit because. He think we we knocked it out of the park on Friday. Well, I said you smoked me. <laughs> what do you you mean I smoked you smoked me. I, Valdez <laughs> was in his element, and it wasn't really fair because I've been to. It, it, let you me know, see. It was, it was a, ho- a home field advantage. <laughs> this it's is the biggest home field advantage. Yeah. Drab was basically uh, like uh, coming to Denver and playing in a mile high altitude. No, you, we, what it was was you were hot, and I was feeding you the rock. Okay, <laughs> I was giving you the ball. I just I couldn't miss. You couldn't miss, but. Valdez goes to these things all the time. So we're, it's Drab and Valdez. We're up in front of, I don't know, 100, 150 people. I think they, I think they had like close to 200. Maybe 200. Cause they had two courses. Maybe, maybe so. 25 people there knew who we were. 
Max. <laughs> I think I think it was more. Uh, but right. but, maybe, but they, it wasn't like people were hooting and hollering us yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were maybe the junkies. It would have been different. But um, Valdez has been to so many of these things <laughs> that he and he knows so much golf shtick that he was cutting these people up with his material, his canned material. That, what that do you he, mean canned? Meaning that you knew what you were going to say up there, and a bunch of golf shtick, a bunch of golf humor that was over my head. <laughs> A lot, right. a lot of lost ball shtick, a, a lot, lot of, of yeah. a lot of closest to the pin shtick, a lot of um, I think they I think they won for most beers consumed, and so all I <laughs> I, I basically did the welcome and then I read the raffle <laughs> yeah, ticket numbers, drab red numbers, <laughs> but I was fine. I, I thought I was fine. I was letting you live, be in your moment. Well, you were I, in the this spotlight. Is what I don't, this is what I don't like is that when when I'm on fire and I'm hitting home run after home run, right. don't don't tell the crowd I'm juicing. Because that's what you I did. Know, I did tell that. At one point, I told the <laughs> crowd. There was a Drab roar. Got so, Drab got so upset at the applause and the guffawing that was coming out of the crowd that he had to rain on my parade and say, hey, 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 this is all canned shtick from Valdez. That's because I heard somebody say, and it may have been Travis, Ricky's brother. I heard him say, oh, my God, Valdez is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I got... What a confidence. Why did you not tell me that? Because what a confidence booster. Why are you hiding that from me? That's when I... That's like 10 seconds later, and that's when I dropped that line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. What did I say? What did I, it was when, did when I ask you what your favorite tool was? It was right after you said... Uh, Kenny Moreland lost 14 balls on the course today in honor of Ricky's favorite number, 14. And the whole baseball team, Ricky's baseball team. God, I'm giving me a standing yeah, ovation. Standing, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you funny. you were doing you were, and you uh, you also belittled me when I get up there and I go. The first prize was a bunch of like I don't know golf balls and a ra- you, range, range finder. finder, and I was going to describe the prize and you snatched the prize out of my hand. <laughs> well, the driver has no idea what a ra- what you go. This idiot doesn't know anything about golf. Uh, let me take over. <laughs> and I start describing the range finder in detail. Oh, by the way, when we were on the course, drive drive took my range finder and was looking down the wrong hole. In it. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard to maneuver, hard to figure out. It's Tricky, tricky tech device. Yeah. All right. So we, dude. I think there's a there's a side hustle there for us where we are instead of like we're not wedding DJs. We're not DJs. We are, but the same type of thing. We're hosts. We are. We just go to different golf courses and we host your your receptions. We we get the reception moving. We know when to do it. When to jump in, jump out. And th- you know what? For we, a nominal fee. For a nominal fee. And you also provide us with some backstory, some information uh, about the charity or the of people course. in the charity. And we work that in. Absolutely. Hey, Drab said, Drab said uh, uh, we would have paid for ourselves uh, since, we, since we forced the guy to give the money back in the 50 Oh, raffle. I was so uncomfortable. Some guy who flew up here from Orlando. <laughs> Who knew who we were? Yes, right. One of he's the, probably listening right now. He probably is. He flew With up his here pants from, around his so ankles. So he wins the fifty fifty, and Valdez starts a give it back chant. <laughs> I was mortified. I felt so bad for that guy because I've heard that you say that people do that, but it's never. It's not, it's someone like drunk guy in the back of the room shouts give it back, not the MC. <laughs> so Valdez got the whole crowd shouting, chanting, give it back, give it back. Poor guy spent a thousand dollars to get up here. And uh, had to give his $750 back. Yes. Well, he could have given some of it back. Some of it back. <laughs> Not all of it back. 
Um, before we move on, check out uh, Medina14Foundation.com. It's a great story, and they raise money for local athletic programs uh, here locally. They're, Fair, they're Fairfax family. They're a lot of the guys, the baseball team at Robinson High School and also Christopher Newport University, uh, where Ricky played as well. So uh, Medina14Foundation.com, if you're, in, if you're interested in that at all. It was actually, stick aside, a very cool experience for Valdez and I that somebody uh, – Love that season so much, and, and, and the junkies and, that they invite yeah. they invite us out to be uh, a part of such a big ceremony for them. Oh, it was the amount of people that showed up. It was, it was right. awesome. It was I very told, cool. I told Victoria, I said, you know, good luck because it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And you know what else I, I noticed? The junks are rock stars. They really are. You just kind of forget about it. We're insulated. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That you're you're around the, them. They locally. I mean, they really are. A lot of, I mean, everybody knows about them. Everybody's, everyone, everyone's got a story when they're coming up to well, you. Well, no, it's not a story. They all want the inside skinny. What's Lurch really like? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's the main question. <laughs> yeah, that is probably. What's, yeah, out of what's every, Jason like? For some reason, 50% of the questions are always, what's, what's Lurch Papa like? It's always, here are all the questions. Is he really that grumpy? <laughs> what's, what's Jason, what are the guys like and. Mm. How much do the guys make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ask that. But if they're feeling bold, they'll ask, yeah. "How much do the guys make?" Um, hey, right. spe- hey, speaking of uh, speaking of golf, mm-hmm. I had my day out with EB yesterday. I know we didn't talk about it a whole lot. Not really, right? He brought it up at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of brushed aside, and then. Um, I don't know. But that's just another day for you playing golf hey, with the boys. Hey, let me t- another let me tell you something. with the boys. Let me tell you something about what? Eric. All right, the country club's going to kill him with the, with the alcohol. No, 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 not, not with the alcohol. Eric, be, Eric behaved himself. Trust me, I was I was keeping an eye on. Do you on think Eric. so? Cause, he cause wasn't been, drinking, or no, he, he had drinks on the course, but that was I mean that was it. When it wasn't like he was pounding anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this is why it's going to kill him. Is that Eric is. He always wants to try and do something for someone else. Does that make sense? Like, like a good Samaritan? Yeah, thing? like a good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it's hard for him to say no. It's hard for him to say no if he somewhat knows the person. So, like, he's mm-hmm. out there. He's literally out there all the time. And he just, he he looks miserable. <laughs> like people are asking him to play all yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people are asking him to, like, be social and do stuff and all this. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, it's wearing, wearing him down. Wearing them thin. This combined with with leaving uh, the area every weekend to drive up to New York mm-hmm. is is slowly rotting him away. At least that's what I feel like. Well, his his he, calendar his calendar is too full. And then by adding I, and adding this country adding the country club to it, I don't think it's too. I think he's got nothing going on. Oh, I think he's got because he's at the club every, every day playing. I tennis, know. either tennis with his wife, golf with his buddies, pickleball. Look, I'm not a golfer, but I can't believe that he spent seven and a half hours at a golf course on a random Wednesday, and he'll be, he did it like on Monday, he'll do it on Friday. Well, or I, was, I will say our round was abnormally long. Why? It was just, you guys just... No, the group ahead of us was just butt slow. Oh, butt slow, okay. Do you, so, the country club is bad for EB. Yes. 
It's just wearing them out. I can just, I can just I see think it's, it. It might be the drinking. If he's having a couple cocktails on the course, he's having a couple cocktails with his Chilean sea bass afterwards. <laughs> he's going home having a nightcap. Hey, I will. Well, I don't think, I don't know if he had a nightcap. If he had a nightcap, then I can see why it was a rough day for him. Mm-hmm. But hey, I will say the Chilean sea bass was good. He's just saying that. I'm not. It just, was good. How good could it be? It's it, a, it had a, it had a I, creamy, I, uh, buttery sauce on it. All right. Was this like restaurant quality? It was right. Re- like, it was like, rest- like, like you go to Mike's Great American Restaurants or something like that. Oh, if you went to Randy's yeah, yeah, yeah. or if you went to what's the Coastal, Carlisle, Flat, Coastal, Coastal Flats. Flats? If you went to Coastal Flats, this food is up there, if not better than Coastal Flats. I will say that. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you, it was good. All right. He was right about it. it what's was the good. dining area like? Is it a bunch of uh, leather seats that are ripped and have cracks <laughs> in them like ours? <laughs> no, it doesn't look like, like our chairs in the studio. Uh-huh. It's a nice uh, place. It's nice. Uh, the, ni- the nice patio and mm-hmm. nice bar. The food was good. I don't know. I, do you, I don't know. Do you want me to like crush the club? The club was nice. No, no. I don't know anything about it. No, it was nice. I think Eric. I just can't imagine bragging about like a run of the mill country club dinner. Like it's something you have to try. Like no, it's a yeah, Michelin star no, restaurant. It, like, no, it's it's good food, but it, trust me, it's not like oh my god, I got to join Norbeck for the for the head chef. I guess I'll say it like this: I could never afford a country club, any country club, not one of them. I couldn't afford that. So, but I know there's such expensive country clubs around here, and this is w- one of the ones that is on the lower end. Right. right. I'm not shooting you. again. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So I just don't expect it to be blown away by the restaurant at this place. Look, it's not the best dinner I've ever had in my life. I'm officially intrigued. Do they got <laughs> like chicken tenders for drab? They got everything. They got a burger. They got burgers. I'm not a big. I'm not, I'm not a big fish guy. So they got fish. They got steak. They had this uh, peppercorn mm-hmm. crusted steak that was on their special menu. Mm. It was. It was good. They got the uh, fries. The fries look good. All right. Well, well EB's been asking me to play tennis with him. I just why don't, don't you go there and do that? Hey, is I he will. trying to? Is he trying to buy our friendship? That's what I thought. Is he trying to buy our friendship with, well, he, with the, the country he said, club? Who experience? said that Drab was jealous of you guys hanging out? I did. You said that? Of course I did. You're, you're playing. No, I wasn't, je- I wasn't jealous. I, 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 uh, no, if you were doing it every week, I might get jealous. And then you guys are like, "Hey, what's up with you and Eric hanging out all the time?" You you tried to throw that in my I had to check you back. Because you were you were bragging about your alone time with EB, which sounds so ridiculous. I wasn't bragging. About Why would we brag about that? We work with him every day. I don't, I don't know. Do you do you brag about your alone time with cakes or JP or Lurch? No, right? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's just producer rivalry stick. I don't know. Um, no, I don't hang out with them out that, that often. You're going to volleyball matches with them? Well, he was in my neighbor. He was in my neighborhood, and he oh, asked me to go. So oh. I like supporting his kids. Okay, I'm not just out there for myself. Hey, I think I stole all of Eric's friends. By the way. I think they might like me more than Eric. No, here's you're popular on the golf course because you're a good golfer. Is that what it is? No, yes. one, no one likes me for me. Yeah, no, look at the charity thing last week. You you knocked some guy out of a foursome, and you go, "You guys need some help." What? And then you shot every shot for them, the I, final four or five holes, and you took over the round. <laughs> they asked me. I know. I know. No, drab, drab, no. Drab is is guilting me because 
he was emasculated sitting in the cart the entire time, not hitting any shots. <laughs> I, I asked you to hit some putts. That's what you do with your wife, too. You, you, yeah, you, you let the wife you, do the, the putts. Yeah, you take her out to the course and say, hey, honey, why don't you go hit a couple putts? <laughs> 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 That's what I tried doing with you. All right. Um, no, you were fine last week. All right. So this, so some things. Eb had off the air talking to us about. Maybe we could get into that a little bit. Uh, there's there's something that we want to get into about that happened on the show this week uh, that was addressed and that we had to we had to put our foot down on. I want to talk about that um, and maybe a little bit about the survivor pool coming back as well. Yeah, but before we go to break. This episode of Bit Season is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. We love Mike and we love Don't Sleep. Don't Sleep supports us, supports Bit Season. Uh, get some today at don'tsleepenergy.com and use the promo code Bit Bit Season. Sorry, Bit Season is the promo code for 10% off every order. Follow and like on all social media at Don't Sleep Energy. Energy. Um, when we come back, we'll get to that. All right, cool. Love you, Mike. Don't Sleep Energy Drink.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply welcome back to bit season episode 100 the big 100 as you say in radio Right, right. I love it. Big Let's go. One, big 100. Um, all right. We wanted to get to this topic uh, on bit season, and it was kind of briefly mentioned on air. Um, Eric mentioned the fact that Larry, Larry Power, was mm-hmm. reaching out to him to try to come on air. I think this was on, was this on Tuesday? A Tuesday show, yeah. Tuesday show around 6.45. And Drab and myself had to put our foot down uh, on the request of Larry to come on the show, call into the show, and do a do a segment with them, and I think I think that disappointed a lot of the P, the super duper P ones. I know I've, the I, I've been getting tweets about it. John been, De, John DePompa referenced mm-hmm. it during Dave Richards segment. All right, so this is not really a f- uh, humorous segment or, of the show, but it's more of a pull b- pull back the curtain and kind of talk about it. Uh, 
in a way that we can because I don't really want to talk about this on the radio, but I do want to let people uh, who, yeah, we who have, really like the like, show. Yeah, I feel like we c- have, know to, what's going, have, have to, to explain ourselves some. Yeah, because trust me, I'm getting messages uh, saying need a need a LTC, need a Larry call right. in and everything. All right, now full disclosure, I just sent Larry a message, and 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 Valdez called him because we we want to we we thought it would be kind of. It would be better for Larry to be on this show than yeah. on than on the main show. All right, but Larry didn't answer, and and um, it, you know he's probably sleeping because he's, he doesn't he sleep in a, the middle of the night. He has a very weird he's, schedule. All right, so maybe maybe he maybe he can ha- come hop on down the road. Okay, there's a cu- there's a couple things that are going on with having Larry on the show. The one of the big things for me is that Larry was on this show like 20 years ago. Okay. Yes, they, Larry was Larry was discovered in the HFS era, which was early two thousands. Um, I, I probably I think I've discovered Larry's first call in before, and I think it was like a, uh, around two thousand six ish. And I don't, and I think Valdez and I are on the same page. I don't want to be like I want to make sure we're doing it the right thing by having Larry on, on the junkies. Now look, Larry. His name, his nickname, we can't say that anymore. Right. Okay. Because that'll get, that'll get us it's in offensive. trouble. It's well, offensive. It's, it's a, offensive to some people. And so we call him just Larry or Larry LTC Power. or something, Larry Power. And you, and you can figure out what the TC is. Uh, but here's one of my main things. is dedicating a whole segment. Larry calls in and it's awkward or weird and nobody knows who he is. You have to think if you're a P1 in the station and you've been listening for 20 years or 10, whatever it is, you're a one percenter. Nobody else, nobody knows who Larry is. Nobody knows who any of these people are that have been on the show. Most of our listeners don't know who Drab and Valdez are. Yeah, very true. They're very casual listeners and they don't, they may not even know the junkies. Hey, there's names. some, hey, there's some people that work in the company that don't know who Drab and Valdez are. That's true. So, <laughs> If you're spending a whole 20 minutes talking about some a guy, the stuff that happened 20 years ago, it doesn't really, it's just not beneficial for us no. necessarily. Here's, here's what Unless I Unless it's outstanding content. Here's what, here, I, I totally agree with what you're, what you're saying, but here's my, here's my thought on it is that Larry, I'm not saying he lost his fastball, but you don't know what you're going to get with Larry. Sometimes he's fired up. And he's excited, and that's funny. And then other times he's mellow, he's nonchalant. De- 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 well, sometimes he's depressed. Sometimes he's depressed, and you know you don't want to put that on the radio because number one, you feel bad for Larry, but number two, it's just it's not good radio either. One of the last times that Larry was on a couple of years ago, it was kind of awkward and maybe awkward's not the right word but larry was very depressed he said some concerning things about uh himself and uh, maybe like self-harm type things it ju- i just got a, a vibe where it was like are we manipulating this guy for for airtime like we're like, putting on because no. we think it's funny but this isn't funny this is this yeah. is uncomfortable now right and you know i just don't we don't know how larry's feeling almost minute to minute day to day i was gonna say it's not a it's for larry it's not a day-to-day thing it could be a minute to minute thing and, and you could here's the thing is he could be happy go lucky and everything on the air and then he may ask for ufc tickets and we say no and then all of a sudden not snaps, but the the mood shifts, and and then right. you know, and then it's a different Larry. It's you, just, a, you don't know what you're getting, 
And it's just, in other words, it, it, it's a liability. <laughs> yes, it's a liability. I, we don't know. Yeah, we just don't our, know Larry yeah. that well. And I don't want us to rebuild this character on the show. First off, he's not dependable because of his condition. And he's not going to be a consistent character on the show. So him calling in every few years, doing a whole thing, like it just doesn't really add up as, as um, valued, valued airtime to me. Not that I, I can't be yeah, wrong. And it's also it's not that we don't value Larry. But we're we just no you're you're competing like yes. like crazy every segment to put the best content on possible and if most people don't know what's going on or aren't tracking or they're just tuning in for the first time and they don't understand the relationship and you got this guy who's saying crazy things on the air I mean the Bruce the Hugger thing is it was always a tough sell we behind the, like pull back the curtain again that's always a tough sell but the guys have a relationship with with Bruce that goes back to when they were kids almost yeah teenagers teenagers where they knew him from the local community center and they have a relationship with him and it got approval from his family yes. and people around bruce and we never really you know besides valdez zings i never felt like we were um like uh manipulating bruce kind of like poking uh, okay fun. okay you like I just felt like we generally cared about, like we generally love Bruce. He's yes. a, like a part of our lives. And, yes, and Bruce loves us back. Yes, and so it wasn't like a, like a, a car crash scene necessarily. Like we know how much it meant to to Bruce to get on the air, and it was yeah. a big part of it his was, life. It was meaningful, and we to him. we wanted to do that for yeah. him. And also, this is what I would say about Larry is that, and you kind of beat around the bush on it, and kind of mentioned it, but it, the pop in, like he'll come on the show. That's great. And then he'll want to come on the show again. And sometimes that can be overwhelming if you keep having him on and on and on. And then all of a sudden he'll disappear. And then he's gone for, for yeah. four more years yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So you can't afford that where you're building him up, where you're building him up too much and he's depending on the show basically. He also, was, he also was texting Amy Lawrence. <laughs> we see because Larry doesn't know how things work. He was texting Amy Lawrence in the middle of the night on the on the fans text machine. So Amy Lawrence is a national radio host. She doesn't use this vibe machine that Jason always talks about. And he's texting her about same exact post text that he's sending us about. Yes. Oh, I love, I want to come on once a week. Uh, I got you know some ideas also, for this. And also, I'm not like I, I'm not trying to also say that Bruce, that Bruce that Larry is is self centered. He's not self centered, but it, you know he asks for a lot of things all the time. And sometimes we can we can help him out, but sometimes it's unrealistic too. Like like wanting to go to a UFC fight. <laughs> you really have, you know why? Because you've been designated as the Larry the Larry, Larry guy the Larry I guy. Know. How and did I, I get that? And rap? I'm more of the Bruce guy. I am like I I'm gonna go take Bruce. Uh, Bruce is in need of a radio. I'm gonna go to Bruce's place and take him a radio. You've oh, because you guys are both from Pasadena. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes, that you've been. You're I'm the, the designated Larry, the Larry guy. The Larry whisperer. Yeah. So you have and you, you don't really want to deal with that. No, I I, I don't mind dealing with. I don't that mind, might be the right. Yeah, word. I don't mind dealing with it, but I just like it's concerning. I was reading over I was reading over the last correspondence we had with his old number and I'm reading these text messages and you know some of the some of the stuff is disturbing and I you know and I feel bad for him but I but I don't know what else I don't know what else I can do look at this I want you to look at this look at this yeah I know it's ram, it's it's rambling and here's uh, here's what I don't want 
Yeah, he also a newspaper a newspaper article about it. He has an iPhone. You don't. I don't want a newspaper article about a junkie's character doing something um, that gets in the newspaper. Harmful Harmful or something like that. Us, I just, we don't know what's going on with Larry. He checks in and checks out. So I don't have a good feel on him on his day-to-day life. And if something goes wrong in his life and it's, and it's, uh, it could be related to to the show and I don't really want that. Right. And And I don't think the the junkies do either. Yeah. Well, also, and I think it's, it's, a part of our job is to protect the junkies from themselves, from uh, other shows or people. And this is something that we're protecting them from. And I said, I said that on air. I said, mm-hmm. you know, you guys value your jobs. You're not going to have Larry on. Yeah, we can't. We can't. There's sh- too much. There's too much. Maybe some of this is unfair to Larry, but we can't share all the details. But it just things have happened before. We're like, Oof, this is, we got to we got to take a step back from Larry. Yeah. Right. And we actually I did want him on the show because this is more of a, a venue where we could, in a way, kind of could, could kind of control him, control him and, and talk control, to him a little yeah. bit without it being live on the radio yeah. and seeing how things go and get a better feel for him. Yeah, this is you know what, for Larry. This is like uh, the minor leagues. Yeah, sometimes, is, you, yeah. sometimes you get his some, reps in. Yeah, sometimes you got to get your reps in. Sometimes you got to take some cuts in the minors. Get a, get a good feel for Larry. Maybe build him <laughs> up, and and what, if he's committed again, or if we feel like he's on stable ground, then then uh, maybe he can come back on the air. Oh, so I don't want this to. I, I don't want people to think that this is a uh, trash Larry fest either. That's, we're, that's no, I don't want to. But we. Have, I, that's not what we're. I don't think that's what we're doing. But sometimes I guess it could be interpreted as if we are. It's a it's a protection. We're protecting the show. John DePompa's got nothing to lose, okay? <laughs> he doesn't understand these things. When he's calling in to Dave and he's saying, free Larry, what's <laughs> what's the worst that could happen to John DePompa? He gets a splinter? Yeah. No, that they, they find some other guy down the street to polish the table? <laughs> yeah. All right? We got real consequences. <laughs> FCC fines, John. $250,000 fines for letting uh, uh, bad things through on the air. Junkies uh, have uh, and, their, and their millions of dollars vanish. In a, in a moment's notice because Larry does gone something like, on there. Gone like crypto. Yes. We'll lose our livelihood. Drab can't afford any more diapers for his kids. All, be, all because you wanted uh, uh, a chuckle. A chuckle. That, 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 that you don't even listen to live. You listen to when you're podcasting. I know. And <laughs> I, the same goes for you, Peter from Burke. You're tweeting me about uh, that I'm that I'm uh, unfair to Larry or whatever you said. You know what? Yeah. You're banned for a reason because you have bad instincts. <laughs> you and Larry both banned for life. <laughs> oh, that felt good, didn't it? It did feel good. People don't, people don't understand they, we're behind know, what's they, going on. So, uh, yeah. And we and can't trying, say all this stuff on the air. Where, we can't, where there's we can, tens we can, of thousands of people listening. We're beating around we're kinda of beating around the bush now, but we're trying to we're trying to help you guys. You guys understand. gotta figure it out. You guys have it figured out. I'm sure everyone's uh, yeah, everyone we're, understands what yeah, we're saying. Well, uh, all right guys, come on. One plus one equals <laughs> you guys can figure it out. Your, May, your biddies are smart. All right. You guys are on you the bu- to, Hey, you know what? It feels so effing good to yell at John DePompa. It doesn't does, it? right? Doesn't that make you feel There's good? never any retorts for his zings. <laughs> like, we don't get a chance. He hangs up like a coward every single week. Right. He goes, boo! Right. That's all he'll do. Yeah. With he, the pee pee, pee pee, pee pee, pee pee. Evan Neal, instead of calling people hot dog flippers, he should have called them wood, furniture, wood, wood furniture polishers. Yeah, <laughs> that would have made me happy. <laughs> yeah, all those people listening have no idea what uh, 
how hard it is to uh, produce and do a radio show. All those woodworkers out there, they can boo all they want. Hey, how'd you know that EB was going to poo-poo uh, the New York radio host today on the air? Oh, come on. That how was, did you, you called that before it happened? You course. told You whispered to me, watch, EB's going to uh, take the side of, uh, of the player. Well, no, no, no. Well, number one, I knew, I knew he would defuse the, the radio host because any, any outlandish shtick is all fake. Why don't the junkies <laughs> like rants? I don't understand that. They hate, they really do hate First rants. off, they believe everything is fake. Yes. They believe everything is contrived. Well, they, of course, you no, not necessarily. The junkies like, think they have real copywritten. I, <laughs> right? They, they think, think they, that everything is fake, like the true fandom is fake, that you can't be that you actually can't be upset about something and also have a radio show at the same time. Right? I mean, uh-huh. some of the stuff, yes, fake. Guys smashing televisions. But you can't act like when the, when if you're a Giants fan and you're watching this stuff, this disaster on the field, they, and then your player is calling you a hot dog flipper, yeah, that the, you, the, that you, you don't can't know, be yeah. upset about it. I think, I, I think, or if, if, I think if Eric, I think if, if, like I said on air, if Ron Rivera called Eric a dumb radio show host, he would flip out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because it would be insulting to it, to their profession, right? I don't think I don't necessarily think Eric's taking a side with Evan Neal. I think it's he thinks rate that radio outlandish, you know, rant isn't real, isn't real, and there's no possible way you can be that angry, and there's no possible way you should be that angry about words. But Eric, Eric has been that angry about the Commanders before. I know. He wanted to fight uh, Bruce Allen. Yeah. but uh, And if a New York uh, radio host heard that and, and, and goes, that's just fake radio. Yeah. That's he's fake. Not, he doesn't want to. He's not going to fight that guy. That's the stuff that, that I – not that Eric can't take Evan Neal's side, but it's more so the radio rant thing where they dismiss – They I, Valdez and I, we love playing radio rants, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we, we have an appreciation for the fine art of a yeah. good rant. Yes, Going, Especially oh, from New Yorkers who have yeah, trouble yeah, yeah. Com- controlling their emotions. Yeah, yeah. What's it? He's just trying to go viral. Isn't that what he says? He just wants to go viral. I, I, I can assure you, I was in the room with Chad Dukes when Chad gave oh, his yeah. infamous rant about turn in your key cards, right? Yeah. And that was from the heart. Now, look, Chad's a radio host, and so he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But that was a from the heart. Ch- this was like 2009, 2010. You can look it up on YouTube of <laughs> of him screaming after. I think it was the Eagles game yeah, it was where the they Monday got embarrassed. Where they got embarrassed, and it was phenomenal radio. That's the kind of stuff that I love about sports radio. Is are the rants the passion behind it? Everyone, a lot of people think sports radio is a joke <laughs> and that it can't be taken seriously. I, I I disagree. That's that's what draws me to the radio. I don't like when Eric dismisses it. That's last, just my opinion on it, Eric. We don't have to have a you know a conversation in the other room. The, la- the last uh, I guess junkies rant I want to say was probably Jason was probably Jason and the, the I want to win on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That was probably the last junkies rant. Um, And I I wouldn't really call that a rant. I I would call that a explosion of emotion. Look, Eric, Eric is definitely it's maybe it's a degree to disagree because that's not the style of radio that Eric. I think Eric thinks that that is hack, that it's beneath him. That's 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 a great point. That that they are just themselves and they don't need to turn the dial up a notch for a radio show. 
That right, so they are always is it themselves. That you're un, you're untalented if you have to put on this character. Right, so they it's are. A char- it's that's what it is. I just, and I, maybe Eric stumbled right. into it. It's a character. Eric thinks it's a character. Yes, that the, he's not. That Lagreca's not being himself. Well, it's not just no, no, no. This is what it is. It's not Lagreca's character. It's a sports radio character that mm-hmm. that someone always adopts. The super angry host slash fan. Right. Again, it's, it's yeah. But again, they have they have felt this way before, right? Right. Uh, maybe not as much as, and maybe that's one of the you know, I I would honestly say the the I don't like saying the word weak spot of the junkies. That's not really fair. But they don't have that diehard fandom that uh, that that people have out there. And, and there's a lot of criticism of, uh, sometimes of the junkies. Eb says, "Well, the wizards suck. I'll just won't watch. I'm just not. I'm not gonna I'll just tune. To wake, let me know when let they me, make the yeah, playoffs. Let me know when they're drafting. Right? They, yeah, yeah. He's not living and dying with these teams as much anymore. So maybe he he's lost some of that passion of a fan. Do you know who has that? Who? Adam. Adam. Adam yeah. is a is a great example. But Ab does not want, would never want to be like Adam in the radio show. Host. Exactly." He just, I just I, maybe Eric, maybe Eric views it as very Adam like. And what Eric will say to me, and he'll say to you, is, "Look, we know what we're doing. We've been doing it for twenty seven years." <laughs> and he's right. There's a big, there's a big portion of that that he's right. He does know what he's doing, and he's got their secret sauce and their chemistry, and he knows what works for him. I don't want to take anything away from that, but I still, I think he just thinks what works, that what works for the junkies doesn't necessarily work, work for, for every every radio right, show, right? I yeah I mean I like it when guys get 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 animated when they yell and scream a lot of times you don't have to do it every time hey wad but <laughs> there are times when you feel the moment yeah. and you get angry and you're frustrated or when you're just talking things out and sometimes it just comes out yeah. you just get going like you are right now yeah yeah I when, when you think about John DePompa yeah hey I will say mm. I like. I'm gonna. You realize that's gonna be the new phrase. What uh, on the junks? What's that? It's when it's when you think of someone beneath you, you call them. I'm a hot dog flipper, <laughs> or, yeah. or, think, or you think of somebody being being broke. Mm-hmm. Hot dog flipper. Um, expect hot dog flipper to take over the junkies. Soon. And JP will say. You don't you turn hot dogs? Yeah, yeah, I know. I can already see that. You don't flip hot dogs. You turn hot dogs. Yeah, well, I don't know. EB gave uh, uh, Valdez and I another talking to in the in the side room this week, and he said we don't say anything positive about him. And I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. And and Eric has to. I I have to. I go, Eric. First off, we talk about you, or maybe we're the hardest on you because we know that you can take it. Yes, we know. And we know you're listening. You understand it, the the yeah. business. Yes, right. The other guys aren't really listening, and then they might just find out secondhand that we're and, talking yeah, about and then, them. Then we got to explain everything. Yes, and, but at least you're listening. So I'll give I'll give you all the credit for that. You are listening, and and I do love that you listen. But I feel like we give you props a lot. Like I we gave you props very recently about the survivor pool and how awesome that segment was, and and that you guys were killing it. And, and mm-hmm. now we're excited that it's back again. Um, on a rebuy, but he was upset that uh, that we critiqued his um, his Kim and Kate's and dinner. <laughs> I believe the phrase that was said to me was "Drab, I'm rich. Having steak for dinner is not a big deal." Hey, I was thinking about it too. I have steak a lot too. It was more so the demand. What I felt it was the demanding demand. of dinner. 
And don't you, you know what he also always does too? What? When he pulls us, when he pulls us aside for our for our spanking, is that it is a spanking? Is <laughs> that he goes? He he prefaces everything by saying, "I know you guys are just killing time, <laughs> right?" <laughs> I don't feel no, no. We're not killing time. We were. I know. We made a commitment, and we and then we like. I know doing you, the show. I know you guys are just you know just just talking. I can understand that. I mean, he wants more po- more positive content about the junkies. It's kind of hard. Some of it's kind of hard right now because it's so much commander stuff. There's not a lot of of great non sports commentary that we can talk about the junkies. I don't. Uh, I don't think we're that hard. Do you? Hey, is that why that's well, that's why Eric took me golfing? Is because I needed He's to, looking fishing for compliments. He's fishing for compliments. He needed to change the narrative. Right? <laughs> then we take a client out to a nice big fancy dinner. Networking's done on the golf yeah, course. Yeah, he was he was wooing me with, with, was. with birdies and pars. I I, I th- Hey, well it didn't really work. Hey, do you know what you know what Eric's Eric's mm. and this is what I don't understand about Eric. Is and I learned this about. Does him. Eric know that we like him? <laughs> like we we we're, we're what we're spent we're arguing over who gets to spend the most time with him. <laughs> Eric has a and I can't believe I'm saying this. Eric has a self confidence problem. He does. Yes. Really? Okay. Why? And I noticed this on the golf course. Is everything sucks? Like that shot sucks. Mm. I can't do this. I can't. Isn't that do that. common on the golf course though? No. You want to know why? Why? Because uh, he had this tough shot. And he was complaining about it, and I, I emasculated him, and I put my ball right next to him and hit it to three feet. <laughs> All right, so he, yeah, even when he does well, it's not good enough. I, he, yeah, he, he putted. He goes, my putting sucks, and I thought he putted pretty fine. My chipping sucks. I thought he. I've seen a billion people chip mm-hmm. a lot worse than him. He's got a, the bit, and this is what I understand is he's got on air bravado, but he's just so. Mild mannered and and meek, <laughs> off the mic. Yeah, got, sometimes like, on have, the mic. Have have a little, have some confidence. Have think you're going. I think, think he's got confidence. Hit, I think he be. I think you're going to make, think think gonna make the confidence. shot. Think you're going to make the shot. I think that's a golf thing. I, I think that's a golf thing exclusive to golf, where you know it's a very challenging. Eb says it's one of the mentally mentally toughest games out there. Of course, it is that in tennis. I just think that's a golf thing. I think nine to five or whatever you want, twenty four hours a day for the most yeah, part. If he's EB's, like that, if he's EB's like that, very all, confident. If he's like that mm-hmm. off the course, then holy moly. I wouldn't expect to do, a, you know, finish anything, do anything. No, I don't think I. That's that's got to be. Here's a your compliment, thing. Eb. I think you're a confident guy. It's, you're just you're battling the game of golf upstairs in your head, and that you know what? That's a tough game. So I'll give you a break on that. Hey, is he going to pull us aside and say, "I'm going to show you confidence, <laughs> bend me over and spank me"? Yeah, let me. Uh, hey, that's a, hey, up my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your ankles. Hey, what did you make of that naked uh, naked attraction segment? Let me tell you something. Have you have you been uh, itching to watch that show? <laughs> I've been itching and scratching to watch it. I have that thing on the queue list, ready to go. I find it intriguing, especially. I, I don't need that much dong in my life. I'm not scared of a of a nice dong photo. Here's I don't the, know how that just came out. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not. See, I, I'm not uptight. I'm not homophobic. But it's just at some point, I'm just staring at another dude's dong for so long, and that's all that show seemed to be. At least from the clips that I saw. I watched. I watched the butt clip. Right. I and I. This is what also I'm. I figured out what's intriguing by it is everyone wants to see like the great set of boobs. 
the great butt, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden have the it looks like the their face was dipped in acid. That's what everyone's wait. That's what everyone's waiting for. Is the mm-hmm. other shoe to drop, and that this person has the most beautiful body in the world and is is an ugly disaster. Hey, speaking of Johnsons, did you see that Cam Newton clip where he's like, you know, the Tyrell or uh, Tyreek Hill where he says he wants to be a porn star. Yes. We got to talk about, I wish, I don't know how I forgot about this today. I should have bookmarked it. There's video of Cam Newton, like recently talking about his two inch Johnson. What? <laughs> yes. It was on, I think Barstool or somewhere on the internet. It's unbelievable that Cam Newton is saying this out loud. Why is he saying that out loud? And I would never think that in a, in the million years. I know. Not the black angle, but um, just a guy who's I know. so, he com- talks about a guy that. who's so confident. I know. Has uh, uh, so much swag. You know, if we don't get it to, to tomorrow, maybe we will for one of our non-sports segments. Uh, you know, when we break up the NFL talk, um, you got to hear this audio. I can't believe I forgot this today. It, it's very surprising, it's stunning. All right, speaking of football, let's make our crab sports. <laughs> yeah, speaking of speaking jumbo, jumbo. Lump parlay, <laughs> I'm feeling so confident this week, Valdez. Uh, this par- portion of the show is brought to you by Crab Sports, Maryland's local sports book. You guys got to download the new app. It's available on the iPhone in the uh, iPhone app store or the Android store. Crab Sports is partnering with local businesses and media outlets to bring you the best localized betting experience. So if you're in Maryland. This is the app for you. Yes, please support Crab Sports. They support us. Yes. And we love it. It's a great app. New venture for and them. They have a great boost. They and have a, a, a easy way to deposit. So here's how it's going to work. You're going to sign up. You're going to make a deposit. Use the promo code BIDDIES. Get in, and then you're going to look for the crab or for the jumbo uh, lump parlay from Bit Season. Okay? Yeah. It's Valdez and I. We put our plays together. Did you win last week? I won with the under that you told me was never going to hit. You're right. That was a good play. Thank I you. lost, so we are still over on the season. <laughs> the, the, the book is just cleaning up with us, but I actually I'm feeling really good about my play this week. I love my play too, and I and I'll probably use this tomorrow on the junkies parlay. I'm going to take Washington State Valdez. Okay, I, I'll go let Cougs. You, uh, you know, go Cougs. I'm a pack. Two homer these days. <laughs> you, I actually, you and Ryan Leaf. <laughs> I got to look at the current line and see if it's moved at all. I don't remember what I said uh, on the uh, what the play was when I first came up with, but I'm taking Washington State money line. They're three and a half point underdogs. It's plus one thirty eight. Okay. Cam Ward, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Nobody talks about him. I don't think UCLA is experienced enough with their freshman uh, freshman quarterback. I just don't think they have the firepower to keep up with the Cougs in Pasadena, California. Oh. I love Washington State's way better than people think. They already beat Oregon State this year. They're going to beat UCLA by at least a touchdown. So we're going wow. we're going Washington State money line against UCLA. Saturday All right, afternoon. my play my play is a homer play, and it's also in honor of having. Head coach Mike Loxley on the show. I'm taking the Terps plus 20 at Ohio State. We talked about this. This is a, a different Terps team. I think this is the best Terps team that Loxley's had. I think Ohio State, even though they're very good, they're we're kind of hitting them on a down spot. Um, I don't think they're as good as last year when Maryland got the ball with three minutes to go and they're down 36-30, a chance to win. Uh, they have a like Mike Loxley has a history of winning, uh, beating Ohio State. He beat him when he was with Illinois. Um, I love the fact that Hemby is healthy. Um, I love the fact that Loxley was telling us they're looking at everything that they exploited 
with Ohio State last season. And he's in the lab. He's in the film room cooking it up. I think Maryland has a legit shot to win. All right. Legit I, shot to win. I have a legit shot. Are you going to put win. any money on a Terps money line? I'm going to sprinkle money line. Sprinkle, but I okay. love, but I love the Terps plus twenty. I, I, I love State. it too. I don't think Ohio State is as big as bad and big as bad as everyone. I don't. Thinks. I don't either. I, feel, I, I think it's going to be a game for quite a while. I think. I think. Even though, I mean, Notre Dame's a great team. They kind of showed some flaws in Ohio State, and I think the Indiana game really showed a lot that Ohio State doesn't have this blowout capability that they used to have in the past. All right, there's your jumbo lump parlay. You're going to take the Terps plus 20 or 20 and a half? Uh, it's plus 20. Plus 20, and you're going to partner that up with uh, Cougs winning in uh, in the Rose Bowl against UCLA. Look for that on crabsports.com yeah. or to, in the I, app. Yeah, I'm going to have to look on my app uh, when I'm at Camden Yards. Absolutely. For Mar- I'm, sure, I'm sure Crab Sports will have some sort of some sort of O's boost. Absolutely. To that. All right, guys. Uh, another extended show. We made it through 100 episodes. No big, uh, you know, a special guest today or anything mm-hmm. like that. We just do what we always do. We just crank them out. Yeah. And uh, we just give you content. Give you content. Hey, I Drab was trying to tell me he wanted to do 100 callers for 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he tried to do. He tried to say, he tried to say, you know what, Valdez? We should do 100 minutes of content. <laughs> well, we're on our way. We, if you don't stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. Have a great, uh, have a great Thursday night. Enjoy the Commanders game, and we will see yeah. you back tomorrow on the Junkies. Love you, EB. Later. <laughs> okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.